Welcome, welcome to Fashion Love Stories with Susanna Galanis. I'm a jewelry designer and New Yorker and I'm here to share with you my stories. Fashion, passion, love, history, ancient Greek and current, art, cinema, music, poetry, etc, etc. I have so many interests, cooking, traveling, so much, so much to share, so I can't wait. This podcast is sponsored to you by Susanna Galani Jewelry, Age of Gods. Please visit at www.susannagalanis.com. Before we begin, my darlings, I wanted to remind you that in most of my podcasts, there is more than one segment and uh, usually there is a bonus or two at the very end. So please make sure you listen the podcast until the end. Although I may say this is it, end of story, etc, etc. There is a surprise bonus uh, coming up. So please uh, listen until the end. Thank you. This is Susanna. I'm back. It's Monday and I just uploaded one of my all-time favorite uh, podcasts, the very recent one. It's called Tiffany Diamonds and all NYC classic glamour and romance. Uh, I absolutely love this story because it has to do with uh, brilliance and light and good vibes and love stories and... uh, old world glamour and sophistication and also lessons uh, brilliant lessons of um, tiffany marketing uh, ideas and royal jewels and all this so please go back and uh, watch this uh, or listen to this podcast because uh, uh, it's brilliant my darlings Um, so speaking about diamonds uh, there are a couple more um, podcasts that have to do with the subject because it's going to tie in with today's um, uh, topic as well because it's also going to be about a diamond um, a wall of diamonds and um, a brilliant star alexander the great so going back to the previous um, statement that i was making uh, please go and watch the and listen to the podcast um, uh, one, another one is a diamond of an epic story. Um, and uh, diamonds are forever, Mr. Bond. Uh, life and 007 times of Sean Connery. So these are all uh, brilliant uh, 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 podcast uh, segments and uh, I'm sure you'll find them amusing and uh, romantic and uh, enlightening and uh, it will lead you right to this uh, podcast and you will be in the right uh, frame of mind to 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 continue the trilogy at least uh, for the last three um, including this one podcast that uh, they're all diamond related because who doesn't love diamonds okay so it's all about glamour and light and uh, gorgeous sophistication and uh, love 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 so talking about love um, I was thinking uh, what kind of a message can uh, I give you today? What kind of feelings I'm feeling that uh, are making me feel uh, amazingly good and vibrant and uh, uh, feeling uh, having the best vibes? And uh, if I feel that way, why don't I share it with you? I always do share how I feel. So uh, what is making me feel uh, good today is... Um, the idea of light, uh, to have a light heart and uh, love, light and love, uh, have compassion and consideration and uh, all these beautiful vibes uh, and um, most of all have compassion for yourself uh, and feel uh, blessed, uh, feel enlightened. So give yourself first the compassion love and consideration 
and fill yourself up with uh, this beautiful energy so once you're full you can share with others uh, the abundance that you have so why don't you do something amazing today just give yourself a hug give yourself love Pat yourself on the shoulder and uh, give yourself a compliment. Also, give yourself a reward uh, and make yourself feel good, okay? Because if you don't, no one else is going to do that, okay? So everyone is selfish and everyone is looking um, for self-fulfillment and uh, self uh, uh, I guess gains, personal gains. So so why don't you do it yourself uh, what you are expecting from others to give you and you give them the power okay so give yourself the light the hug the pat on the shoulder and say you are doing a good job because you are i know you are okay i know you are and um, look up in the sky my darlings it's full of uh, stars and diamonds and it's full of brilliant light like the sun and the sunshine and uh, just sometimes just look up and uh, allow yourself to feel the beauty especially in the evening to see all these diamonds and who knows the, what these diamonds are like uh, what are these stars are they may be uh, beautiful metaphysical uh, uh, energies and um, uh, superior or uh, or uplifting uh, energies and uh, energies of a higher dimension and uh, why can't we look up to that and um, absorb some of this beautiful light okay so yes um, give yourself a hug hold yourself together okay empower and strengthen yourself by giving yourself love and light and uh, yes fill up my darlings fill uh, up with this beautiful light and um, stay strong and uh, do share do share speaking about lights and diamonds and uh, the sky i have an amazing story coming up it's about one of my superstar uh, superheroes uh, alexander the great and the romance of alexander the great uh, his legend uh, and um, the beautiful story that uh, he left behind for us to be inspired and be empowered okay and um, this is coming up it's going to be uploaded most likely tomorrow because it takes a while for me to research all the different uh, stories and the myths and the historical uh, accounts and um, everything that has been written about this particular major hero and uh, god <laughs> and superstar and um, that's what i'm going to do is so wait it's coming up i can't wait because he's my favorite of all times he's up there i'll see you soon Good morning. It's 7.13 in the morning, uh, Tuesday, November 10th. And I can't wait to, to start this uh, podcast uh, with you because it's one of my all-time favorite subjects and all-time favorite loves, Alexander the Great, okay? So I'm obsessed uh, with this man, uh, with this hero, and I have been obsessed for a very long time. He's also a brother-like figure to me because we share the same birthplace in Northern Greece, Macedon. And um, I think a lot of his uh, actions resonate with me and um, I feel him. Um, it was really funny because uh, uh, I was reading through, <laughs> throughout the st uh, years about his stories and uh, and uh, his uh, actions and his uh, journeys and uh, all his biographies and uh, in one of the books that I was reading uh, I was reading about his Greek mother Olympias and uh, now we know about the Greek mothers right um, Macedonian Greek mothers they're a little bit full of drama and uh, kind of like uh, 
tough, but uh, they give too much, they expect too much, they, they, they demand too much, they criticize too much, they put you up too much. Uh, they're very intense, okay, and full of drama, <laughs> drama and um, yes, and uh, yes, 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 what else can I say? <laughs> I better not say anything else. Um, so he was reading, uh, he was, um, it was, to it was, it was described uh, in the story uh, how he, he was dealing with his mother, his dramatic mother, and Olympias was too much. Uh, this is when he was uh, away uh, in Persia, or he was not in Macedon anymore. Uh, he was. This is when he was conquering the world. Um, so his mother was left behind, and I think as per that story, <laughs> as per that story, okay, it may have been a, a, a story, a false story, uh, who knows, because all these romantic stories about Alexander may, and not, may not be the truth, but um, it doesn't matter, because at the end of the day, the essence of him and his legacy comes through all these stories but going back to the Greek mother he left his Greek mother behind now a lot of these uh, um, stories are saying that they have different faces and he may have left her for a strategic reason just to keep an eye on the court in Macedon and make sure uh, everything was running smooth uh, but uh, another story was um, that uh, his mother was a little bit too much, you know, too much of drama, and uh, he just did not want to deal with her <laughs> on a close uh, proximity. So I was reading about that, and uh, I was like, yes, my brother, I hear you, I hear you, I understand. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, and um, I understand. Uh, I understand. <laughs> So that was very funny. Um, I felt like I connected with him then. Okay, and then about his tough father and uh, uh, King uh, Philip of Macedon and um, all the drama and the toughness. Yes, Macedonian people are very tough. Um, they're very noble people, uh, but tough. Uh, very tough people and uh, very strong-minded and. Uh, Yes, <laughs> which I have some of that strength, by the way, which I'm very grateful, very grateful. Yes, you need that strength in order to survive these days. And um, <laughs> I'm very, very, very uh, uh, grateful for my for my genes. OK, so so going back to Alexander, um, I feel like I'm related to him. OK, so and I understand uh, I understand him. So basically, I'm going to start uh, this podcast and uh, tell you about his legacy, his story, his uh, romance, and how people, uh, the entire, uh, the entire world, uh, was in love with him. Of course, there are people who hated him uh, as well. Uh, who, who, who doesn't hate a very successful uh, king? Uh, and I'm sure he had a lot of enemies, and a lot of other stories have been written about him, and uh, we accept that. Um, People have different opinions, and um, we respect that, and of course. But my uh, point of view is of adoration and um, divinity. I, I, he's God to me, as far as I'm concerned, and uh, I look up to him uh, to get inspiration for his actions, for his uh, wisdom, for his. Uh, legacy for his intentions uh, for his intent uh, so i'm going to start with a little story here um, and then i will go more specifics uh, as far as uh, historical facts and some of the stories that idolized him and uh, they romanticize his uh, existence so um, he was conquering all the Persian world and all of the surrounding countries his his empire was vast and I will tell you more about that but in one of the kingdoms that he conquered um, uh, it was said that um, when the that kingdom fell uh, and they entered the palace and um, it was full of gorgeous beautiful women the harem it was very romantic and it was like uh, out of this world it was like a paradise it was uh, an ideal world to be in and uh, he had just conquered that world and him and his uh, generals walked in to just 
take a look at the place and uh, see what was going on and uh, that was the when they first entered the place so everybody was just amazed with the wealth and the glamour and the sexuality in the air of the harem and the beautiful women it was like paradise for a lot of his generals but he told them not to 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 touch anybody not to 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 do anything just uh, stand still and follow his lead uh, uh, so he crossed the room uh, through the harem girls and um, all these girls were so enticing and they were trying to catch his attention and all these tricks of the trade were happening and he just walked through and uh, he came at the end of the room uh, with his generals behind him and uh, uh, the, the king's uh, daughter walked in uh, the princess of the kingdom that they just had conquered and um, she wore she walks down the stairs with her entourage and she 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 goes up to him and he said she said um, great king um, I beg you you just conquered us I beg you I beg you you can do whatever you want with me you can sell me as a slave you can just do but please do not please I beg you please do not harm my mother and my family so according to this uh, story she was like in tears she was shaking but she also had this certain nobility about her and certain uh, uh, grace grace and um, dignity okay as a woman and as a, as a as a as a princess okay she was raised her whole life to be that okay this is how a real princess is so alexander immediately saw that uh, dignity and he respected that he respected the nobility and um, not so much the the monetary nobility but uh, the the characters nobility and dignity and grace and this is what he was all about okay so he looks up to her and he's he said uh, um, princess just tell me how do you want to be treated and uh, she looks to him with uh, amazement and uh, disbelief uh, was he kidding her what was that all about but being the grateful and strong person uh, that she was and she was fearless uh, what can he do to me he can torture me he can do whatever he want but I'm not going to lose my 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 composure and uh, my grace and my dignity so she looks up to him straight in the eye and and she says I would like you to treat me like the the princess that I am so so he says so that be it what a king okay what a king this is the type of man king God was Alexander the Great so he says uh, from now on uh, your family is going to be like my family you're going to be treated like the princess that you are and your family is going to be safe with me and you're going to be an extension of my family is there anything else that you want so she says no that was it thank you uh, how graceful was that and how graceful and uh, respectful was uh, Alexander the Great so this is one of the stories that tells you about his personality okay and his character that's why I love him I'm back and uh, here it begins uh, the story the diamond of a story <laughs> the story of Alexander the Great of Macedon okay and I'm delighted to share it with you because I absolutely love him did I ever say to you that I loved him yes I believe I have but uh, I'm obsessed actually about him and um, he's up there as far as I'm concerned he's divine so he's one of my ancestors as well so um, I adore him so Alexander the Great uh, was a king uh, Basileas 
according to the ancient Greek uh, world, uh, Vasileas, even contemporary, this is the name of uh, the king, Vasileas. Uh, he was um, uh, the king of the ancient Greek kingdom of Macedon. This is my home, my birthplace. And uh, a member of the Argea dynasty. Now, the Argea dynasty was um, uh, a group of people that emigrated from the south of Greece uh, in Argos, in Peloponnese. And I will give you more information about that. It's not about the Argeas, but uh, it has to do with the, uh, the history of Alexander the Great as well. So the Argeas eventually moved uh, north uh, and they discovered the lands of Macedon, Greece. And they thought it was a beautiful land and it was a very fertile land and it was uh, uh, the place for them to establish their new uh, uh, tribe and their new kingdom so um, uh, their new dynasty so the Argeas were from uh, Argos uh, in southern Greece and uh, there is also Argos in northern Greece where I am from uh, uh, there is a city uh, called Argos uh, still from back in that uh, time so um, so this is a little uh, parenthesis of the Argeat dynasty I will uh, be talking a lot uh, about uh, my ancestors and uh, in general about Greek history and because I'm Macedonian I will be telling you a lot because I relate to that um, in my podcast but uh, and I'm not gonna it's impossible to say everything even for Alexander uh, this is uh, going to be uh, one introduction about him and uh, I would share with you some of the facets of this diamond of a king uh, in this uh, particular podcast uh, there were so many stories so there's so many legends there's so much so it's going to be told to you throughout my podcasting uh, episodes uh, so just to give you some information of uh, Alexander it would not be in here uh, the, the entire story okay so it's impossible so he was born in Pella in uh, 356 BC and succeeded his father Philip II uh, to the throne at the age of 20 he spent most of his uh, ruling years um, on an unprecedented military campaign uh, through Asia and Northeast Africa and he created one of the largest empires of the ancient world by the age of 30 stretching from Greece to northwestern India and he was undefeated in battle and is widely considered one of history's most successful military military commandments um, he took down the mighty persian empire my darlings and um, that was the empire of the day and a group of macedonians uh, around 40,000 uh, they 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 fought the mighty Mas uh, the mighty um, persian empire and they they conquered them and um, I will tell you more about that, but uh, anyway, go, go back to Alexander. During his youth, Alexander was tutored by uh, Aristotle, the philosopher, until the age of 16. So this is just a little tiny, tiny, tiny uh, sparkle of his uh, diamond of a story. And um, um, I will uh, be telling you a lot more going forwards, but he was a divine man and very wise. Uh, especially for his age because he was so young so he was very special he was very blessed um, after all his mother told him that he was the father uh, he, his father was Zeus okay he was the son of Zeus and he believed it and um, he, he he was amazing uh, and very inspiring he, he inspired the most important people of our history and he still does and the most uh, significant uh, 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 shift makers of the world uh, they were inspired by him and everyone was just uh, worshiping him and uh, looking up and learning from his example um, uh, 
he conquered the world, but he mostly conquered himself, okay? And his fears and um, he conquered his limitations and this is what uh, he did, uh, his strength, his mind, uh, the strength of his mind and his will uh, made him uh, unconquerable because he declared himself to be. Those I'm comparing him with the undistractable uh, diamond because he was, he was like that. He was brilliant and indestructible and immortal. And um, that's it. Uh, nothing else to say about his immortality because history has been written. So who was this amazing, great, uh, wise uh, hero and God? Uh, I'm going to tell you some of his quotes here and uh, that will give you an insight of his uh, thought and his character and his strength and his qualities. Uh, and his brilliance. Uh, one uh, quotes. Number one, and this is my favorite, my all-time favorite. Okay, there is nothing impossible to him who will try. And I'm going to say it again. There is nothing impossible to him who will try okay everything is possible if you try and view if you can uh, intend and take actions that's the most uh, elementary of the quotes uh, this is what describes alexander's personality and uh, existence nothing for him was impossible he was so powerful, his mind, uh, he could create anything his mind decided or he decided using his mind, the clarity of his mind. I'm going to say it once again because I wanted to be engraved. You know the Tiffany engrave engraving? So this is how this can be engraved into your mind, into your psyche, into your existence. Quote, there is nothing impossible to him who will try. End of quote. Alexander the Great. Okay. Okay. I, I sound like a Greek mother, but uh, that's how I was raised. I'm so sorry <laughs> if I sound a little bit repetitive and uh, tough and demanding. <sighs> that's what Greek mothers do. Okay. Um, number two. Quote, I'm indebted to my father for living, but to my teacher for living well. Uh, his teacher was Aristotle. Number three, I'm not afraid of an army of lions led by sheep. I'm afraid of an army of sheep led by a lion. Here comes another quote that I really absolutely love. Remember, number four, remember upon the conduct of each depends the fate of all. Another amazing quote, number five, whatever possession we gain by our sword cannot be short or lasting, but the love gained by kindness and moderation is certain and durable. Number six, I had rather excel others in the knowledge of what is excellent uh, than in the extent of my power and dominion. Number seven, a, tom a tomb now suffices him for whom the, the whole world was not sufficient. Okay, so the world was not enough for him. He wanted to conquer it all, all plus, plus, plus. And then at the end, he was held in a tomb, but only his body, in my opinion, obviously his uh, spirit is out there and uh, has conquered. <laughs> 
to the whole world. His spirit is still alive. Okay. Okay, next, number eight. Through every generation of the human race, there has been a constant war, a war with fear. Those who have the courage to conquer it are made free, and those who are conquered uh, by it, um, it um, are made to suffer until they have the courage to defeat it, or death takes them. Okay, darlings, conquer your fears. Nine. True love never has a happy ending because there is no ending to true love. Number ten. You shall, I question not, Find a way to the top if you diligently seek for it, for nature hath placed nothing so high that is out of the reach of industry and valor. Number 11. Without knowledge, skill cannot be focused. Without skill, strength cannot be brought to bear and without uh, strength knowledge may, may not be applied okay number 12 for my own part i would rather excel uh, knowledge of the highest secrets of philosophy than in arms number 13 I would rather live a short life of glory than a long one of obscurity. Number 14. Let us conduct ourselves so that all men wish to be our friends and all fear to be our enemies. Number 15. Toil and risk are the price of glory but it is a lovely thing to live with courage and die living an everlasting fame. Um, number 16. Every light is not the sun. I guess he was talking about himself there as well. Yes, he did have an ego, but again, he was so great. He was very confident. And that's not so bad. If ego can uh, force you to, to, to create a changes and bring light and uh, enlighten people and uh, save the world, uh, that's okay with me. This kind of an ego. It's healthy. Uh, number 17. The end and object of conquest is to avoid doing the same thing as the conquered. Okay, this is what I was telling you. Okay, make change, bring light. Don't be a conqueror and act uh, the same as the people you conquered. Number 18. There is something noble in hearing myself ill-spoken of when I'm doing well. Ooh, interesting. Oh, number 19. With the right attitude, self-imposed limitations varnish. They disappear. Oh, number 20. I do not steal victory. Number 21. Are there no more worlds that I might conquer? Number 20. 
teach you how great are the dangers I faced to win the good name in Athens. Yeah, Athens, uh, they were jealous of him, the Athenians, of his success, and uh, they were his enemy. It reminds me of what is happening these days here, my darlings, in our world today. Some of your um, friends are your enemies, and... Uh, they may uh, th there's a lot of jealousy okay let me put it to you that way i'm sure you know um number 23 as for uh, a limit to one's labors i for one do not recognize any of a high-minded man except that the labors themselves should lead to noble accomplishments uh, yeah So actions speak louder than words. Number 24. In the end, when it's over, all that matters is what you have done. I repeat it. In the end, when it's over, all that matters is what you have done and your legacy and uh, the stories and uh, the inspiration, okay? And the lessons that you showed other people and how the lives were changed uh, with your deeds and actions and uh, contributions to the world and uh, the enlightenment of the world did i say alexander was just uh, like a diamond yes he was a brilliant 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 diamond and uh, he is he's he's a light he's a light up in the sky okay so i'll be back i hope you were inspired so far with his um, contribution and his wisdom Okay, and his actions. So yes, my darlings, I will be back. Correction. Instead of saying uh, military commander that Alexander the Great was, I said commandment. Pardon my Greek, signomi. He was a military commander, the greatest of all of all times everyone since uh, the beginning of his time uh, has been looking up to him and trying to measure up to him but no one quite came close to him no one no one so one uh, very famous uh, military commander at the time uh, of Alexander was Caesar Augustus from Rome and um, he was the first Roman Emperor so he went um, to Egypt where uh, Alexander the Great's uh, corpse was uh, and he wanted to pay his respects. Uh, so he went to the mausoleum, uh, the Ptolemaic mausoleum, and uh, he was shown uh, the, the mighty Alexander's uh, body and he he was worshipped by everyone he was so well respected and he paid his highest respect to alexander and then um, he was asked if he wanted to see the other uh, corpses of the mausoleum and he said uh, i came to see the king i did not came to see corpses end of quote so yes he was revered and he was respected and um, according to the myths and the legends not only he was the son of uh, King Philip of Macedon, but uh, he was also the son of Zeus, and uh, he was also related to Hercules and um, Achilles from his mother's side. So, yes, he was very special. Can you hear it? Can you hear it, my darlings? The drilling just outside my window. The 
that's uh, New York City for you. I have men working outside my window. Is that going to affect my day? Is that going to uh, make me upset and miserable? Or am I going to control the way I feel by using the power of my mind and uh, laugh about it and say, oh, wow, Susanna, you're not getting mad now? You're not getting upset? What's wrong with you? And I laugh about it. So laughter, my darlings, is a very good antidote to stress. It deletes everything. It deletes the negative pain, uh, the negative memory, the negative feelings, the uh, negativity and the toxicity. And then we just simply laugh about it and say, wow, 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 wow. Another day in New York City, another drilling story. And... Uh, <laughs> That's New York City for you, but uh, yeah, now they're hammering something. Uh, I can see his silhouette outside my window. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny. But I understand they're doing their job also, and uh, um, it's a good thing. Uh, anything negative is uh, positive, has uh, the uh, positive... Uh, uh, polarity. It's called the law of polarity. So, so going back to Alexander, he was teaching us uh, by his quotes and his strength and uh, uh, his determination that uh, you can uh, get anything you want. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. You make yourself get it it's possible it is possible my darlings so stay on the positive side control yourself uh, delete all your mental habits of uh, uh, distress uh, depression uh, blame uh, um, anything you know complaining why me the victim mentality no 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 you're not a victim you are a victor change your mental uh, state and conquer yourself by using the strength of your mind just conquer yourself okay make conscious decisions another thing uh, you can learn from alexander's uh, uh, experiences learn uh, uh, to get rid of uh, negative people uh, I'm sure as a leader, he had to always uh, make sure who his uh, team was around him. Uh, I know for a fact that in ancient Macedon, while they were studying uh, his best friends, um, his tribe, uh, while they were going to school and being taught uh, the philosophy and the, all the uh, learnings um, of ancient Greek uh, wisdom and um, you know the mathematics, the strategy, the uh, gymnastics, the the uh, uh, nature, uh, the the uh, how how everything is working, how the out of space, the sky, everything they, they were they were learning everything from uh, Aristotle. But another important thing that they learned is the, um, uh, the friends and the people that you have in your life, they're affecting you. And uh, you have to be careful who you're dealing with. And of course, you have to trust the people, trust your intuition and anything negative, just get rid of anybody negative, uh, any, any people that really try to make you feel bad about yourself and uh, not inspire you and not be part of the tribe that uh, all of you can have a... Um, a common uh, goal, uh, a, a positive uh, aspiration, uh, uh, creating something better and, and become better people, more uplifting the world, more elevated. Uh, you have to choose the right people in your life, okay? So it's very important and uh, get rid of the negativity. All the negative people, just get rid of. This is the best thing you can uh, do. Get away from um, toxicity and seek the light. Always look like the diamond and it's um, different facets and the brilliant fiery, fiery, fiery light. Uh, just uh, seek that in your mental, uh, you know, in, the, in your eye, in your mental eye. And just uh, always seek that and seek the positivity. 
and uh, be grateful for everything that you have and uh, for all the goodness in the world that you already had and all your blessings and um, also try to help and inspire others uh, once you feel strong and um, uh, healthy and you don't have any negativity bringing you down and uh, clouding your mind have the clarity of the mind like a diamond you, your mind sparkles uh, like a diamond okay and it's brilliant then you have to uplift others when you get to that point and you can do it okay because nothing is impossible if you try it nothing is impossible just decide Use all the tools. I have been giving you a lot of tools throughout my podcast. Okay, a lot of affirmations, a lot of wisdom, a lot of uh, stories. Okay, a lot of mythological facts, um, poetry, refinement, beauty. All these are positive, uplifting uh, states to be. So choose to be there. And anything that affects you, like the outside noise of your window or your negative friends or family or uh, your negative uh, habits, okay? So do not let them affect you and stay strong and clear and indestructible like a multifaceted, beautiful diamond. And then share the light and uplift others. Can you hear? Can you hear? That's what I have to deal with. But the show still goes on. One last thing I have to tell you about Alexander. Think about your legacy. What are you going to leave behind you, my darlings? Okay? Think about your legacy. What kind of story you're going to leave behind you and how other people are going to be influenced and inspired. So uh, next, I'm going to tell you a couple of, uh, oh my God, <laughs> diamond stories from Alexander the Great, the actual diamond, they're not even fake they're real diamond stories okay so these are some of the stories that people uh, romanticized him with and they used the diamond i'll be right back oh they just finished the drilling and the hammering outside and I have to apologize uh, while I was uh, recording this uh, segment. Uh, my heart was racing, but uh, I didn't want to stop because uh, I just did not. I refused. I refused to stop uh, from outside forces because I've made a decision that I wanted the podcast to be recorded because uh, I, I was inspired by telling you these words of uh, uh, upliftment and positivity so the drilling started and I decided no I'm not going to do it but it was not easy my darlings nothing is easy it's not easy but uh, uh, I was determined and I did it and now I'm happy but um, I wanted to apologize to you uh, for the loud noise and the unpleasantness but uh, sometimes we have to face the unpleasantness it's a part of life uh, so i kept it in i thought i thought you will appreciate it right here right now at this spot at this point i believe it's a great place for me to insert uh, a parenthesis uh, with um, a huge uh, gratitude, uh, a huge uh, appreciation and respect to my late father, my late uh, Macedonian father, the Greek Macedonian father, the strong man, the wise man, the intelligent man, the inspiring man and um, the man that gave me all that plus more the man that uh, was uh, and still is uh, very very dear to my heart and um, 
He's up there next to Alexander the Great. Uh, he has the same spot uh, in my heart and uh, I love him. Okay, here we go with more Alexander uh, stories and uh, diamond-related uh, stories and jewels. Um, so, as we know, uh, even if we go back to the previous podcast, uh, the Adamas uh, was very uh, important to the Greeks uh, and it was uh, used um, as a symbol of protection and, or, and invincibility. And a lot of the warriors were using uh, diamonds uh, in their um, uh, uh, wa- warrior uh, uniforms. So, and uh, when Alexander went to uh, to conquer the world, and uh, he went over in Iran, in Afghanistan, uh, Pakistan, India, their stories uh, that there were so many jewels that uh, they were collecting them uh, non-stop uh, the place uh, was very rich of um, the best uh, precious stones including diamonds and uh, they were all up for grabs by the conquerors so um, there are so many tales um, there is a tale that uh, at one of the places uh, uh, Alexander uh, built a, a wall uh, uh, made of diamonds uh, as a form of protection and invincibility and there is another uh, diamond story the valley of the diamonds uh, where it was somewhere in um, India there was uh, a place uh, a valley it was all diamonds so but the diamonds they were at the bottom of a pit Uh, the valley was very very deep and in order to go there uh, you could endanger your life because it was all snakes and serpents and even if you looked at them they were so uh, scary that uh, soldiers would die so no one wanted to go there and um, there's so many different stories about that the different versions of the story there is one story that uh, they are saying that uh, of course these are all mythological stories but of course there was money in there obviously it was uh, one of the richest parts in the world uh, for jewels and uh, before uh, Alexander and the Macedonians conquered uh, that area it was one of the richest civilizations from 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 day one <laughs> from the beginning of the world so there was a lot of uh, wealth uh, and all this wealth was uh, theirs when they uh, conquered this civilization so um, going back to the valley of the diamonds uh, i believe it was a valley of diamonds but uh, in order to get them uh, they they sometimes used uh, mirrors to for the serpents to look at themselves and uh, and uh, die from fear because they were so scary that's one one part of the story another part was uh, they used uh, vultures birds uh, uh, that um, they would throw the meat meat of dead animals or killed animals on the diamonds down to the pit so the vultures can go and uh, grab the meat fly down all the way down and and get the meat and uh, there were diamonds attached to the meat so what they would do that they would scare the vultures away and then they they will collect the diamonds that's the diamond uh, alexander story so yes he was (laughs) he was alexander he was a diamond lover and uh, obviously uh, he understood the the properties and the value of diamonds and um, the invincibility i guess uh, he related to that he resonated with the invincibility factor of the of the diamonds so these are some of the stories that uh, are related to Alexander there are so many love stories there are so many romantic stories there is whole books uh, and poems even in the Quran even in uh, so many languages in Europe all over the Middle East, the Far East, uh, uh, there were so many romantic tales because the whole world was uh, and is fascinated with um, this wonderful uh, conqueror and um, everybody uh, bowed down to them, to him and um, 
he was up there and eventually he became a god and he's the biggest star uh, ever right now and um, yes he's the one brilliant diamond my darling so I think I'm going to end it here and uh, talk to you later Speaking about uh, diamonds and uh, kings and uh, regal style and behavior and uh, image and all the glory, uh, I came up on a very interesting piece of information. It was known that Alexander the Great would use uh, saffron and diamond dust um, to, to wash his hair uh, so it would be golden and uh, sparkle like a diamond so it was very majestic and very brilliant so it was also physical uh, he was not only um, bright uh, as in existence uh, metaphysical uh, brilliant uh, light but also he used the light on his hair and uh, the golden um, and very expensive color he was using okay for saffron it was very expensive and uh, also the diamond dust uh, created this illusion of more light more like the Sun okay I will tell you more stories about uh, how he associated himself with the Sun at another episode okay but uh, definitely keep this in mind And in conclusion to this podcast, uh, there is another diamond associated with uh, Alexander the Great. Uh, it's the peacock diamond, uh, according to the myths and the legends. And uh, the contemporary movie Indiana Jones, uh, there was a huge peacock uh, composed of solid gold in one of his palaces. And... Um, for eyes, uh, there were two huge diamonds on each eye. Uh, it is said, uh, rumored, to be um, large as uh, 150 carat large, uh, the size of the diamonds. So uh, eventually after uh, his death, uh, the peacock was uh, taken by his uh, survivors and his uh, generals and uh, for some reason it disappeared and uh, the diamond one of the diamonds was uh, made into smaller pieces but one of them survived and it ended up uh, somewhere in uh, India eventually the British got uh, hold of this uh, diamond and eventually other it was handed down to different people and it was a whole mystery of this diamond according to the myths and the legends and the movie Indiana Jones so it could be a true story there may be a peacock uh, diamond somewhere I cannot verify it I tried to research but uh, uh, it is true because uh, he was so immensely wealthy uh, and I believe this story to be true, however, I don't know if there is an actual, there may be an actual diamond associated with Alexander the Great because he certainly believed in uh, their um, magical powers and their protective properties and their association with strength and invincibility. So um, he also loved the actual birds, okay? So according to the myths and to the historians, when he saw the peacocks for the first time, he was overwhelmed by their beauty. He believed them to be uh, birds worthy of the gods' attention and uh, associated with divinity. So their feathers eventually became the symbol of his power, okay? So hopefully the peacock um, diamond uh, will um, somehow reemerge as a true story and uh, someone uh, or some of us will get to see it. Okay, that would be amazing and uh, what a fascinating story, okay, uh, for us to experience. Can you imagine if this is true? That would be really an amazing story of diamonds and power and uh, divinity and greatness and glory and uh, romance, Alexander the Great romance, my darlings. Okay, so 
The podcast is officially ending here. It was a pleasure making this uh, podcast because of my love and my admiration and my obsession. Did I say obsession? Yes, yes, I'm obsessed. Everybody knows that. Most of my friends and my family, they know that I am obsessed with Alexander the Great. And it's not a bad thing because he's very inspirational to me. And uh, I always look up to him for... uh, getting some kind of divine inspiration because after all I consider him to be divine and uh, the magnificent uh, brilliant uh, diamond of a story of Alexander the Great uh, ends here but uh, we're going to speak about Alexander the Great again and again and again and again very soon for now I say adieu